If you like growing food, then you might like eating food. And if you like eating food, then you might like cooking food. Well, go check out the first season of Backyard Kitchen available on Tubi for free. Available on all smart TVs and online. That's T-U-B-I. All free first season of Backyard Kitchen. I do believe that today's question may be a difficult one. But we're going to power through it. And we're going to learn something today because I know I sure did. Right here on the Backyard Gardens podcast. Compost or microbes. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening. We're your hosts, Ben and Batavia, and you can find me gardening in the country. And you'll find me gardening in the city. Get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening where we learn to grow and grow for change. All right. So, um, yeah, this one is is difficult for me. I don't know. We'll see. You? I'm good. I just, I got the last bit of that piece of, (laughs) yeah, I got the last piece of that candy down. That was my only challenge for the episode. (laughs) Yeah. So it's summer or close to it at this point. And Batavia is... She's eating candy canes, dude. Love the game. Yeah, man. She's all about Christmas. They're so stale as well, but they're the rainbow kind. And these are like, it's like a real piece of candy, really. Right. And I can't throw it away because, you know, I bought it. Yeah, it's delicious. (laughs) So everybody, check it out. Patreon, link below if you'd like to support the show and get two extra episodes a month. And also... Uh, Backyard Kitchen Season 1 is live on Tubi, and we have a couple other networks coming up soon, so we'll keep you up to date on those, because I know that you guys love it so much that you want to watch on every single platform that it comes out on. I mean, I'm I'm the same way, so, you know, it's all good. (laughs) And the bell with authority. Hmm, We might have to put that one into Leonard's hands if it keeps up like that. Yeah, that's problematic, but go on. I'll I'll figure this thing out. So this one came, uh, this is a listener question that came off of email. So it came through BackyardGardensTV.com. And if you'd like, there's two ways. You can do BackyardGardensTV.com or become a patron and send the questions in and we'll use them because these are actually very helpful. And this one, Mm. as difficult as it is, I think it is going to be very helpful. So without further ado, uh, my man Brad T says this, get ready. This is a long question. Do y'all use any micro products or do you just rely on compost? So. Is there more? No, that was it. Okay. I was joking when I said it was really long. I like it. It's straight to the point. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I figured that out. Yeah. So I have to admit when I read it, I was like, what's he talking about microbes? Right? Mm -hmm. Did you know? Is he talking about like, you know, adding rock salt and that's, it's not really rock salt and stuff like that. No, no. So I go, I did a Googling and mm-hmm. I came up with a company of some sort, but they had a pretty good breakdown. I'm not going to give them a shout out because I don't know anything about them, but um, I'm just going to read you a little bit about what they say. And so obviously, you know that we don't use microbes. 
<laughs> I mean, it's uh, spoiler. It's, ob- it's obvious right now. I, I'm, I'm sitting back and I'm waiting on you to read this so I can say, yeah, I do that. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, there could be that too. <laughs> so it goes, how much fertilizer actually goes to the plant? And then they say, did you know that only forty to sixty of fertilizer, sixty percent of fertilizer we apply actually goes to the plant? The remaining is lost to runoff into our waterways. Interesting. So. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, I'm like, okay, that could be some like mumbo jumbo, like buyer product type stuff. I'm cool with it. I would have to verify that research. Mm -hmm. So I think in general, the concept, you do lose something because of of those, you know, runoff and, but yeah, I'm not, I'm never signing on to 40%. Go on. Yeah. So, but then that still leaves me with the question is, what is a soil microbe? So, mm-hmm. um, they say, what are the different microbes? There are five different types of soil microbes. Oh, me, Bacteria, oh uh-huh. acetinomites, fungi, protozoa, and nematodes. Yeah, I struggled hard through that one. So, y'all, y'all got my back, though. And each of these have different types, and there are different jobs to boost soil health and plants. So, um so is this something that's packaged and soil and sold? Yeah. Or it looked like it was. I, I saw some on Amazon and stuff like that mm-hmm. briefly. Um, so the bacteria is a crucial workforce of soil cells of soils. Um, they are the final stage of breaking down nutrients and releasing them into the root zone for the plant. And so um, the Food and Agricultural Organization said bacteria may well be the most valuable of life forms in the soil. So I'm imagining that you're adding bacteria in this concoction that they sell. Mm-hmm. And so the one that I struggled with, that I'm not going to try again because it's kind of embarrassing, um, they were once classified as fungi and then act similarly, similarly whew, in the soil. However, some of mm-hmm. this aceta, whatever, are predators and will harm the plant while others living in the soil can act as antibiotics for the plant. So it's interesting as we go through and you're starting to see like how these different things affect a plant. And so fungi, uh, it's like bacteria. It also lives in the root zone and makes plants, um, the nutrients available for plants. Mm -hmm. So this will be your mycorrhizae. Okay, that's it's directly Which referring to microrhizae. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it's the fungi that facilitate water and nutrient uptake in the roots and provide sugars, amino acids, and other nutrients. I'm going to give you my breakdown after now that I'm reading this. I'm going to give you my breakdown. Um, protozoa are larger microbes that love to consume and be surrounded by bacteria. And in fact, mm-hmm. nutrients that are eaten by bacteria are released when protozoa in turn eat the bacteria. And then nematodes are microscopic worms that live around and outside the plant. Some are predators and others are beneficial while eating pathogenic nematodes and secreting uh, secreting nutrients to the plant. So there you go. That's your five different types of it. Three mouthfuls or five. Okay, It is. It's very technical. But as I'm reading through it, um, I think that we use soil microbes without buying the product. I vote yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I think. Go on. Well, compost has a lot of this stuff already built into it. You know what yeah, I mean? And I, yeah. I know that, like, that's like the whole benefit of like rotting the food and breaking mm-hmm. it down and doing all this stuff, <clears throat> even if you buy it in a bag. Yeah. I think you're still getting the benefit of it. You were going to say something and I so rudely cut you off. 
Now, we're, there's some internet connectivity issues, so apologies for those that see me nodding and Ben isn't even talking. <laughs> I'm just kind of like going along. <laughs> like, um, so I just, I actually was thinking about not this question, but how stubborn I may be being, right? Um, so I can't think of the term that I want to give it, but I really want to limit things that I am using to amend my garden, yeah. right? And I've talked about this over the years. You and I have talked about the importance of amending our gardens. You know, we're taking things out as we grow every year. At some point, that well is going to run dry. So you have to give back to it. And so I still believe in that general concept. But when it comes to, you know, the steps that we take, I planted today. Again, I'm still going with the couple of handfuls of compost and rocking and rolling, like putting something in, in the beds. Um, then I was thinking to myself, two things. One, am I, as I look at soil prices, like to purchase soil and how much they've increased, right? The compost that I purchased, and I'm not going to go back down that trap, but the compost that I purchased has been steady. The pricing has been steady over the last like five years, but there could come a time. And so I was saying to myself, I've created this monster, if you will, where my garden is now, you know, I'm adding this compost to it every year, maybe even a couple of times a year, depending on what I'm growing. And what happens if it's really not reasonable for me to purchase this anymore, or, or if it's not as available? And so when I think about things like microbes, pulling it back around, I, I mean, I almost have to be proven wrong. You have to prove to me that this is necessary as a separate purchase, as a separate method of amending. And that's why I still do balance. Like, am I just being really, really stubborn? Because there clearly is science to gardening, to growing things, right? For and sure. am I trying to ignore that, you know, by saying, nope, I'm just going to put some stuff in soil and, and let it be. Well, you know, it, it, you know it's there's a whole lot here. I know. You're, There's a whole lot You're here. the one that decided that we're going to try to do this in 20 minutes. I did. I did. And I'm going to say <laughs> this. Like, like my man uses, I think he uses microbes. And that's cool. Like, I, I respect it. But, you know, I've used nematodes in the past. I actually used nematodes last year to kill mm-hmm. um, subterranean termites. So, I've done that. Um, were those New you Year's know, tomatoes last year? Um... I don't know where I don't remember where they were now. Okay. You could right, go on. back into an episode and find I'm, not I'm you, not but to. somebody could if they really wanted to. It was around this time last year, if that helps. But like the micro rhizi, so <clears throat> anybody can use that. You don't have to buy that. You can make that for free, mm-hmm. and all you have to do is buy. I mean, you can put like a stack of newspapers on the ground. You can put cardboard on the ground, a bale of hay. Um, you can just if you move your mulch to the side and all that white stuff that forms in the beds that's all mycorrhizae so you have all that stuff available to you so there's a number of these things and I don't know about you know protozoas and stuff like that how much is in my soil I'm going to assume since I'm composting and using compost that we do have all of that stuff active in there and the one benefit I see that overarchs everything and you kind of you you alluded to it in your statement earlier was if you are using your soil all the time and the prices of soil is going up mm-hmm. when you're using compost you're making soil at the same time mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. adding a liquid you know what yeah. i mean yeah or when you're using wood chips haha 
Look at how yeah. much soil that I, uh, you know, and I actually, I have a bucket of soil that I feel like I need to go to the spot in the back of my house and, and scoop back up because I'm just, I'm running out of space for it. And then I thought to yeah. myself, at some point I need to find a corner and put it in a corner because at some point I could use this to make potting soil if, I, you know, with for containers, like there's a purpose for it. Right. Um, so I am absolutely going to go back and scoop it up. I have a garbage can, like a little 13 gallon garbage can that has soil in it. And if I had the strength that day, I would have pulled it around and kind of just laid it out as well, but I'm not going to do that. I said all of that to say, as I think about this question, as I think about what we've talked about for composting, um, as I think about prices, like with all of that intertwined, as I think about being sustainable, like we really got to find ways to use what we already have. My only caveat when it comes to something like a packaged product, and, and, and he may not be, is it Brian? You said? Brad. Brad. Brad may not be using a packaged product. And if he is, God bless his ministry. Like it's, it's fine. But I guess what I'm saying is we need to be conscious of the things that we're purchasing and potentially prepared for making other choices. Right. So I was, um, we were talking about in the composting episode for sustainability, I was thinking back to a video that I did very early in the spring when the raccoons attacked and I was over by the cage baby. And I was like, I said, I think I said it on camera. I'm trying to figure out where the steam is coming from. And it didn't occur to me until like days and days and days later, everything was piled up in the cage, baby, including like bags and bags of leaves. So as I was taking some leaves out, as I was mulching my bed, I looked and I could see the steam coming out of the bag, you know, because yeah. the weather's gotten hot and cold, hot and cold. It's wet in there. And I'm just like, aha, there it is. Right. You You're know, so back to, back to some of your points on the things that we have in our garden space. Right. If yeah. applied correctly. And this is the biggest asterisk of them all. I don't want to add anything to my garden that I don't believe will benefit it. And then there's always a question mark of how much do I really need to be adding to benefit it? Because otherwise, am I just sprinkling stuff down? You know, again, does it make me just feel warm and fuzzy? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's one of those things where it's, excuse me, over time. You get all these things, you know, you're mulching, you're composting, you're adding handfuls of compost in, you're putting wood chips in, you're putting organic fertilizers in if you choose to do so. You, you know, you're leaving roots in the ground and leaves that fall and all this stuff turns back into what we know and love as dirt and soil. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to just depend on a product is, you know, just to like, if, let's say you didn't want to do anything. You didn't ever want to add soil to your garden or nothing. And you just wanted to add fertilizer. It's not going to benefit you in the long run. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a piece of the puzzle. So like all of these yeah. different pieces come in, you know what I mean? And you can do, I mean, you can add microbes and you can add fertilizers and stuff. Like for instance, I'm not using Neptune's Harvest anymore. Mm-hmm. I stopped using the product and it's because it doesn't add anything to my soil. It boosts my growth, but it doesn't add anything to it. And in the world so, of cutbacks and all that stuff, I had to cut back what I was spending. Mm-hmm. And that was a big part of it. They're the, they've been a sponsor of the show in the past. And I know and love their product. And if you want to talk about a sustainability piece, they are like towards the top of sustainability mm-hmm. on what they're doing and where they source all their stuff from. But for me, it just, 
it didn't benefit me in the long Dollars run because cents. I need to yeah. I need to look out long distance. Yeah, so I I am still using because I still have the product on hand and I don't necessarily have any intention on not. It is the easiest for that product, the easiest way for me to to feel like I'm adding some bit of fertilizer without it being so taxing on me. So it kind of speaks to my style of gardening as well. I mean, the the reality is it's a liquid fertilizer. And so that's helpful, which I didn't have to mix it. But that's another conversation. Um, I think that the part about over time is significant. And as we think about the steps that we take, what we do in our garden, the question becomes how much of it is just a natural occurrence and how much of it is because we want to put the fast forward button, not the easy button, but the fast forward button, right? You know, we're talking about giving things a boost, right? We're talking about, you know, oh, well, this is missing from, you know, this planting bed and I want to add it to it. Is there a longer path? And I'm just asking the question. You know, as you you hear nowadays, I'm not saying it's right, wrong or indifferent, but it's the are we getting in our own way? And we in turn, are we now requiring more because we want more sooner? I remember it was um, gosh, it was a listener question in 2022. And it was about I think she had like um like a. 20 foot long bed it was a really big bed not the most recent one we did about filling a garden bed but the question became you know she was producing tomatoes for like eight people in her family right you know and we talked about well what you could do you know on a longer path it would take a number of seasons to produce this soil or another path which is faster and we always want to give both options if we can but if you think about again the longer game how much of what you're doing today is just feeding the need for today. Yeah. And read today as this garden season versus are we taking steps in doing things that will continue to feed our garden and us season over season? Well, I just put uh, that there's, video. There's too up. much there to continue to, to chop up here. I just put that reel or short or whatever up about my mulch, how it starts this year. And then the plan is to come mm. back and be like, this is how much is left. Mm-hmm. Just so you can see, because I was shocked how much you add to it each yeah. year. Like, yeah. it's amazing. And we live in a world, look, we run out of time and I got something I got to say. We're, we live in a world where everything is right now, right now. I can only watch five seconds of your video. I got to move on. Oh, you didn't call me. I'm going to text you five times. Oh, I got to go out there and get it. Oh, the Amazon delivery is not coming in two days. I'm pissed. Blah, 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 blah. You know, there's all these different things as go, go, go. And that's why gardening itself is so insane in 2022 because you, there's nothing happens fast. Absolutely mm. nothing. And if you want nothing. it to happen fast... You're setting yourself up for failure because you can get a quick fix, but it's just like any other drug. It's just going to crash hard and you're going to burn and you're going to be like, damn, now I got to go do it all. And you're going to be chasing your tail all the time. So the trick is, this is why we give the good answer, the short term fix and the long term fix, because we know that you and we're the same. We want the, the short term fix. Mm-hmm. But I know that in the long term, you're going to be a lot happier moving forward, going throughout the years, not having to do that short term fix all the time or using it less and less to get the results that you want, need and deserve. Yeah. The only thing I was going to add was, you know, 
the things that you don't want to happen are the things that oftentimes happen fast, you know, yeah. like shoot weeding, you know, you look up and it's like, where do these weeds come from? You know, like those are the things that happen fast with the things that we want and we want to plan for. It doesn't always happen that way. I was just talking about this yesterday. I think day before yesterday, if nothing else, if there's a single thing that gardening does, it is teach you patience. Yeah. And sometimes it has to hit you over the head over and over again. So, yeah. So look, before we close, what do you think about the microbe thing? I mean, we obviously I mean, don't purchase it. Mm-hmm. I think we both feel like we use it in a roundabout way. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's correct. Yeah. So I'd be interested in what drove Brad to begin to, you yeah. know, apply that to his garden. And then what has he found? Right. Like, has he does he feel like there was something missing if that's what led him there? And, you know. Now what? Now what's happening? Because it's right. really hard to let something go, especially if you can't definitively say this improved it or not. Yeah. So are you now going along with this practice year after year? And the question becomes, is it necessary? I mean, I to be quite frank, I mean, I don't think it hurts, but I don't know for sure if I needed to when I put my peppers out, if I needed to put two handfuls of compost. Maybe I didn't. No, you do. Because you need to be replenishing your soil. I'm going to go. I mean, I just stand very firm on that. It's such an easy task, but I get what yeah, you're saying. I think, yeah, we're right at time. But I think the idea of replenishing your soil, we still don't have a real barometer on over what course of time. Like I, I'm take. I said it at the top where I'm taking out of this soil I'm taking from it. I'm taking from it. Is it every season, every three years? I don't know. Um, but you're right. It is an easy enough task. Yeah. So do you think, um, do you think microbes are a good thing? I'm undecided. I don't know enough about it yeah. to be quite frank, but That's you, you chose I, one of the hard questions though. You know, <laughs> I did. I did. I chose it cause I, I've been, I look at it. I'm like, man, I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, you know what? Today's the day because mm-hmm. I'm curious about it. I can't say one way or another if it's good or bad. Um, or if I support it or don't support it, I think it is what it is. But what I would be curious to know is if you guys, you know, hit us up on the on the old IG and um, tell us what you guys think about it. If you use it, you know what I mean? And the real question is, since you don't really know what it is and you can't see what it is, is it <laughs> making a difference or are you just buying it because you think you should be buying it and putting it in? Same with fertilizers. You guys mm-hmm. let us know because I'm, I'm curious what everybody thinks about that, you know? Sounds like a poll. Holla. All right, everybody. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. Oh, you're still thanking? Good Oh, gosh. I'm thanking. And I'm telling people to go watch Backyard Kitchen Season 1, available on Tubi and other platforms. Now do it. See ya. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed today's show. Please follow us on YouTube at Backyard Gardens TV. Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV. Over on our website, BackyardGardensTV.com. And then we have Patreon at Backyard Gardens. And don't forget to check out our links below to help the show. Thank you so much for joining us as we learn to grow and grow for change. Cut. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Backyard Gardens podcast. If you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page to sign up. You can also make a one-time donation using PayPal. Both of these links are in the description. With your support, we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens. See ya.
If you guys want some Backyard Gardens gear, go to the link below and check out our t-shirts, mugs, pint glasses, and other gear. All purchases go towards helping to support the show, so thank you so much in advance, and we hope you enjoy. We want everybody to have a garden, and we're going to give you a chance to win free seeds every month. Head over to BackyardGardensTV.com and enter your email address to be entered in all of our giveaways. Good luck! We want you to be a part of our gardening community. DM us a picture of your garden at Backyard Gardens TV on Instagram, and we will share it with our listeners.